All right. Hello. Hate all you missionaries out there. Welcome back to Will There Be an Intermission? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the podcast. It's all about movies, movies, and movies. And those wonderful movies on the silver screen. That's right. Sometimes it's more about the, the process, the experience yeah. of going to the movies than mm-hmm. it is about the movies themselves. For sure. uh, we love it. Yeah, I mean, to be able to just walk into an air-conditioned building mm. uh, on those hot days or a warm building in the cold days and then right. being able to lounge back and wonderful cushioned seating that, yeah. uh, thank God for that evolution in movie-going experience. Right. Oh, the VIP. Whew, having so that good. just button to be able to raise my legs up, mm-hmm. it is it is definitely a vacation that I need during the week. That's right. Well, Jonathan, uh, speaking of this week, how, yeah. uh, how was your week? A little bit bummed. Oh. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. Uh, I wasn't aware that removing two words from a title of a film mm-hmm. would would change the entire landscape of it. But oh. I, I went and saw Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, knowing that the Blair Witch Project was such a revolutionary movie of its time, right? Um, having for the fact that I've grown up in Maryland my entire life and knowing that this movie oh, took place right. in there, yeah, I forgot that it took place. Yeah, in Maryland. it took place in Maryland. Yeah. Um, it, it was scary. Um, but this new movie is just a movie mm-hmm. version of it. So you're not nervous about going into it. You're right. not nervous coming out. Um, Which was the whole point. Right? The whole point. Yeah. yeah. Like, I and... mean, for two years, I feel like most people thought the Blair Witch Project was a real film. Right. That, or at least some people. Yeah, some people did. People I mean, who hadn't seen it yet. Right. Yeah. Um, but went and saw this and I'm still like, we should have planned this a little bit better, at least on my part, mm. uh, with us switching back and forth between good tomatoes, bad tomatoes, oh, right. uh, between yeah, each is, other. This is two, three in a row for yeah, you. Yeah, three in a row yeah. for me to have um, a movie that I would not have seen, right. if not for the fact that it was the only thing that was not talked about recently between mm-hmm. us. Um, but yeah, yeah I, uh, I just know that I was almost as bummed finding out that the real Blair Witch Project was fake as much as I was bummed when I found out Jerry Springer was fake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh pulls the rug out from under you. Yeah. How was uh how was yours? Uh my movie this week was great. And I will say critically, I think I should have drawn the bad tomato here. But I okay. had I had such a good time. Yeah. So you know one of my favorite action movies of all time is the big, big hit. hit. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg uh, as Melvin Smiley, everybody's favorite awkward, like self hating uh hitman. Yep. And uh I don't know how this happened. It took years and years. I forget when the original came out, but it was at least 15 something years ago. Right. Uh, but there's a sequel out now. Okay. Melvin Smiley. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is back as Melvin Smiley. Nice. This time to save the reputation of British Petroleum. Oh. And the oil business in Deepwater Horizon. Oh. Yep. See, I thought that was more of a, a, a drama. No. No, it's No, not. it turns out. Okay. No, it's an action comedy. Okay. Uh, which was very good. Uh, I mean, I do have some notes okay. about it. I'm not quite sure why Lou Diamond Phillips is back reprising his role as basically Melvin's nemesis. Okay. Uh, because he died, like super, super died. He right. got blown up and then shot a bunch of times uh, in the first movie. I think it just goes back to it's it's Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. He's got the star power and uh, pro- probably the man himself could survive anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That pulled me out of it a little bit. Okay. Uh, but... Overall, just like what a fun film, mm-hmm. a, a laugh a minute, and and they brought back so many of those good little thematic jokes that I like, 
like uh, the the masturbation jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fun through line. Good. Yeah, just really good. So Deepwater Horizon, totally recommend it. And uh, it's kind of changing my opinion on worldwide oil conglomerates. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a good change. Yeah. All right. Well, Jonathan, I'm very excited about our guest today. I am too. Uh, I know that sometimes we harp on uh, how big movie works, mm-hmm. you know, like some of the, the pricing and everything. But I think we uh, might be able to turn a leaf on at least the people that's right. who work um, within the realm of big movie. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, unless there's anything else. No, let's get to it. Okay. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. All right, everybody. Hey. Hello. Welcome back. We are very pleased to be joined mm-hmm. in the studio today by a, a movie professional. Yes. Someone who makes your movie going experience so much better. Oh, like, yeah. Like critically yeah. better. Without this person, you some movies would be unwatchable. Yeah. 100% unwatchable. Everybody, please welcome movie theater bartender, Marsha. Hi. Hey, Marsha. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm... I'm fantastic. This is wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on our show. Uh, I know that we see you a lot, at mm-hmm. least a couple of times a week. Of course. Uh, yeah. When we're coming in to, to catch films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of Angry Orchards right on the bar as soon as y'all come in. Oh yeah, we gosh. appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely do. That, that, this is by far the best, you know, friend on Facebook to have because we can just send you that message mm-hmm. and we're not breaking any boundaries by having your phone number and stuff. I always feel like that's a little weird. That's right. That's one thing Facebook's good for. Yeah. Uh, so Marsha, you've been uh, movie theater bartending for a while. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's been um, in a month. It's going to be two years. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. I, w- I would say, say that I'm still a rookie to the game, you mm, know, okay. but I feel like I'm, I'm getting my footing. Good. You know? Nice. Good. Yeah. I feel like two years, like you're earning your keep. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have feel that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, yeah. You belong. Oh, You're doing thank it. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Great. So, uh, yeah. How did you first get into movie theater bartending? Well, um, it started with a dream. That's It started oh. with a dream mm. uh, when I was 19 years old. I uh, came to the movie theaters and mm-hmm. it was unfortunately a place that did not have a bar, which wouldn't have mattered because I was 19. Right. Right. You know, if we're If we're being technical. But I saw a a genuinely, um, I would say, if you were to rate it on you know good movies Oscar wise, mm. it would be about a D minus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. Okay. And do you know why I loved it? Why is that? Because I drank apple pucker and cranberry juice oh, the entire wow. time. Oh yeah. yeah, that'll get you through any movie. And the movie was. Journey to the Lost Island, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wow! Which Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a pleasure. He's a joy Absolutely. at all times. Yeah, but he is just um, a genius when you've had mm, about yeah. a water bottle full of right. Wow. The things he yeah. can do with his face, like he's one of those few like super yeah. big action movie guys. That is actually very joyous to watch yeah. because he he delivers. He's he's not just like waiting right. to say his line and then punch the man. Right, like he's he's getting in there and acting. But it still feels really great watching him punch the man. Oh, oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah, he can do it all. Right. But I mean, the man made his first money by just raising an eyebrow. 
I mean, that's he's doing true. that all through, you know, WWE and yeah. stuff. So. It's a modest start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely, I, the experience was so much better because mm, I had a little right. bit to drink. Yeah. Right. And I thought, how can I do this for the rest of my life? Yeah. And I decided to become a movie theater bartender. And it's just wonderful. I yeah. really love it. I mean, that's, that's great because you, you take two two dreams of yours and that's mm-hmm. movie going and, and being able to drink. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of flip it together. But then you like, how, I, I assume you don't drink much while you're working. Not while I'm working. I find joy in giving other people that experience. Good. Though. Okay. Nice. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would guess it would be a little different. Like a lot of bars, if you're bartending or restaurants, you you get a shift drink. Uh, is that is that also true at the theater? Uh, you know, I like to kick back with maybe a cocktail or few mm. afterwards and watch a movie. Nice. I get to watch movies for free, which is just that's oh, awesome. oh, that's a really sweet deal. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a sweet deal. Really great. So, but not while I'm here. I want to be fully present. Right. To you know, have a little conversation with people right. before they get into the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you warn anybody before they like buy their ticket, or is it sort of a well, they buy their ticket and they come to me. So it's it's a done deal. Yeah, already. the decision and is made. Exactly. And then I go from there whether they need, you know, wine, beer, or hard liquor. Okay. That's what I'm deciding. Okay, that's okay. That's what I'm deciding. Right. So that, that was one of my next questions. You've got Jonathan and I on lock with, yeah. with the, the ciders just mm-hmm. waiting. And, and that's such a nice experience. Very like almost Cheers-like. Right. Of just like, hey, we're, we're, everybody knows our name. How do you gauge like, okay, you know what they're going to see but also whether this is like the movie for them and then what direction to take their drinking experience. I think it just, it's right from the initial, hey, how are you? I know everything. Mm. Right off oh, wow. Jeez. It's, um, it's the facial expression. It's the tone of voice. It's, it's the look on their face when they're looking at the ticket. You know, mm. when you're with, when you're seeing a couple and the guy's really happy and the girl's looking at her ticket like, Ugh, you yeah. know, it's going to be some Jason Statham. Right, right. And it's like, when it's Jason Statham, it's going to have to be some vodka. You right. got to, yep. you got to have vodka with Jason Statham. Maybe some gin. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll right. switch up a little bit. I'll give people some gin when they're watching Jason Statham. Right, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. I think. Give yeah. them that flavor kick. Exactly. Those juniper berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do make all the difference. Right, right. So what is one of your like most memorable movie bartending experiences? Ooh, wow. I think... I don't. I I would say the best ones are first dates. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. I love first dates, and I love it when I had people. They were at my bar, and they were going to a movie, and they decided to push their movie back because they were huh. sitting together. Okay. They were having really good conversations. It was obviously like a late in life romance. They're talking Aww. about that they already have kids. Mm-hmm. They're really enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. drinking Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that when a man will drink a Chardonnay with a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like that. I respect that. So they're having that. They're having a good conversation. They're talking about their kids. They're really liking it. And they were they were asking me, you know, can we have another drink and then go late? And I was like, you know what? I'll go talk to the box office. Aww. I'll figure out when the next people are showing, you mm-hmm. know, the yeah. next... And you can sit back, you can relax, you can keep watching. Yeah. You know oh, that's lovely. Drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a fun little like experience to be able to know when you're looking at two people and know it's a first date. I mm. get that feeling sometimes when I'm hosting trivia. Like sure. you see the body language and stuff and you're like, oh, that's definitely a first date. 
Right. So yeah, that's that's always a fun little uh, little experience. Definitely, definitely. And now, have you? Uh, I mean, you've been at this for a couple of years, so I imagine that you've also seen some pretty weird stuff. What what's like a weird story that you would be willing to share with us? Whew. Oh, wow. I I try to be private about the weird stuff that okay. I see, you know. Yeah. But um, I would say just people who were drunk before they got here. They're like, let's call an Uber. Let's go see a movie. We're bored. Mm. And they come and it's kind of just, you know, a sloppy time for everybody the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Um, ordering a lot of shots. I, I do this little trick. I say, you know what? We don't do shots here at the movie theater. Oh, right. nice. oh yeah. yeah. Just kind of cut them off right, right yeah. at the knees. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be a really just a strange experience that I've had because they kind of like just kind of push back and are like, what do you mean? You got a bottle, make a shot. I'm like, not today, Buster. That's right. Not today. today. Uh, Let's see. So going along sort of in that vein about people coming to the theater and drinking too much, Mm -hmm. I've always wondered, is it acceptable to get up during the movie to go get another drink? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Whew. Absolutely. Vind- you know. Vindicated. Yeah. All yeah. you all you intermissionaries out there, I don't want to get any more emails about this. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. We encourage it. I love that. Nice. I love that. Because I, I, I would imagine that after you've given somebody that, like, here's the hard liquor, mm-hmm. you're going to be back in about 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It sort of also feels good to you. Like, exactly. you're like, here's another drink. I had it ready for you behind the bar. Yeah. And that thing, you know, I, that initial, hey, how are you? And facial expression, mm-hmm. I got it right. That's what it's telling me. Oh, yeah. And I like that. That feels good. Yeah. Come it's, back for that second It's that drink. good feedback. Exactly. Now, do you, do you find that when folks come back, like, have their paths shifted? Maybe, maybe they thought they were going to like this movie more. Or maybe they just realize, like, all right, I just need to double down. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on the right path. Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. Sometimes they do double down. Sometimes they are really enjoying the film, though. And, you know, they've got that kind of, like, nervous energy, like, give me the drink as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I got to go in there. I got to see some more explosions. Because right. sometimes you don't think you need that, but there's something, there's some sort of a release when you watch like explosions and like car chases. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. I love that they're like settling in, they're enjoying it. I'll make that drink as fast as I can. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so on our 50th uh, episode, mm-hmm. um, we, we had this moment where we were talking about our hopes and dreams for what a movie theater could be. Mm-hmm. And one of my uh, hopes was to actually have a bar within the theater. Yes. Um, right. As somebody who, um, you know, is a professional in this field, wh- what do you see the possibilities of that actually happening? Uh, well... That sounds like a beautiful idea, first okay. of all. Okay. I'm really I'm really excited for oh. it. Um, yeah. It's something that you could build a whole business plan off of. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even have to leave the theater. We're right here. Yeah. You know, I think that that's definitely a possibility. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Well, all right. Yeah, Point for you, Jonathan. Yeah, I hey. still think it would be a logistical nightmare. Right. I mean, you have so many screens. Right. Each one of those rooms needs its own bar, which needs its own staff. Like maybe you could understaff some of them by having people switch yeah. between well, with like a tunnel system. I but. also thought of having a bar um, on one on one side of the wall so that there's like 
like an old school take the candlestick turn it right like a scooby-doo secret yeah, passage, yeah 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 and then you could be at the you know both bars at the same time yeah, yeah. oh wow that would be first of all that'd be a fun ride as a bartender for sure it seems like it yeah. would be fun yeah and then to be watching two movies at one time yeah. and you never know what parts mm, you're gonna see right them. it's right. just whoever flips that switch and pulls you to each side yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned uh, making drinks very quickly, and and I do have to imagine that bartending at a movie theater has a different kind of rush than any other bars. Oh yeah, it's definitely a rhythm. It's um really quick, lots of people there, and then they kind of disperse in the movie theaters, and then I'm just chilling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, but I like that because then it's like I'm really busy, makes time go fast, and then it's time like it's some me time. Right. Nice. I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. Do you how how would you say your relationship is with the other folks that that work in the theater with you, like in the bar and concessions or mm-hmm. at ticketing? Well, concessions. I'm going to be honest. There's a rivalry there. Okay. You know. Yeah, it makes sense. Who's going to get that money? Right. You know what I mean? Are we going to go for popcorn? Or are we going to go for a drink? Mm. I mean, you can do both. Right. But I wouldn't recommend it. I don't no. think popcorn goes with any sort of liquor. Maybe like. A natty light, but right. I don't oh, sell yeah. that. Yeah, you're not gonna mm-hmm. sell so, that. So, I definitely there's a huge rivalry. Okay. Definitely, we do not like each other. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, he's the manager over there. Mm-hmm. We don't speak. It's, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's been a year long thing. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I ask to not be scheduled with him when it mm. happens. You know, the the verbal warfare is real. Okay. You know? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Some barbs traded back and forth. Oh, huh? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I won't be bringing my popcorn back into the bar no, area. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Mm-mm. Great. Well, uh, I think that's about all the questions we yeah. we have. Yes. Uh, but there is one game we always love to play. So Jonathan and I, we love going to the movies and like we love that experience more than anything. And that means we want to get more of the theater. So we're constantly getting up to go to the bathroom, going back for more snacks, going back for more drinks. And that means we miss things. You know, we we miss parts of movies. Uh, and it's expensive to go back. So typically, you know, whatever scenes we miss are just gone. Right. So what we like to do is play a little game called This Changes Everything. This changes everything. Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm going to try to. It's so much better with the theme song. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. So for, for our new listeners and all of our old listeners, the way this is going to work, we choose about four to five films. Uh, that we put into a category. So this, uh, we, we asked Marsha, and one of her favorite types of movies is rom-coms. So mm-hmm. her goal is to put one scene into a movie that we've chosen to make it into a rom-com. Uh, so we've chosen action films yep. for this this week's episode. So we have a list of uh, about four to five films that are action films that we would consider as experts as action films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marsha, your goal is just to add one scene um, into this movie to make it into a rom-com. Okay. Yeah. The idea is like somebody got up to go to the bathroom and they missed a scene. What was what was that scene that they missed that now would have made the movie totally different if okay. only they had seen it? Okay. Just mm. just getting into my Nora Ephron frame of mind mm. now. Excellent. And I'm ready. Right, okay. Um, so as everybody knows, if you uh, tweet us or email us or uh, hit us up on Facebook, mm-hmm. we have to ask. We have to ask. Um, you can give us your movies that you would like us to talk about, um, some of your favorite movies. So this one actually comes from the Chuck Norris, um, and it's Waterworld. Waterworld. Nice. So um, if you just uh, a scene into that film. 
That would okay. make it into a romantic comedy. So, um, what I understand of Waterworld, mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Okay, um, you you are you and many. But what I understand is that the world is covered in water. That's right. Yep. Okay. Um, so the scene that you missed, mm-hmm. um, would be. Uh, Chuck Norris. He's okay. he's is Chuck Norris in this movie? No, no, <laughs> that was the that was the, the, person, the, the Twitter handle. Yeah, Twitter handle. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Uh, this film stars Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Ke- oh uh, wow. Dennis Hopper. And Dennis Hopper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Well, Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. I actually do really like him. Yeah. Um. Well, he's in the middle of Waterworld. He's on a raft. Right. And what do you? That's know accurate it? so far. Yeah. What do you know? It. Um. A mermaid swims right up to him oh okay really um and just says hey what's your sign nice oh and that's that's the scene that's That's the scene scene. i love it that does change everything absolutely in that movie yeah Yeah. okay good good with that one Great, excellent uh our next one is one of my favorites uh kill bill volume one not the second one Mm -hmm. the, the, the first one the first one yeah okay um well this one it's really crazy it's okay it's right before the scene where she kills Vivica A. Fox. Okay. Okay, um, yeah. But it's them at a coffee shop beforehand. Okay. And mm. they just, and it's kind of just like a heart to heart. And it turns out all of this animosity, you know, the whole killing her mm-hmm. in a church and everything, right. it came from this, this jealousy from Vivica because oh. she was honestly in love with Uma. Wow. So um, she confesses that to her. Um, beautiful embrace mm-hmm. um short kiss okay. but you know that there's like a lot of love there right. you see that unfortunately the movie wraps up the way that it does regardless right, but right. it is just so it's almost more tragic yeah, yeah. but that that moment of like reconciliation yeah. Yeah. or yeah. seeming exactly yeah. wow. and, and some laughs too there's some there's a lot of latte art um, oh jokes nice yeah really snippy nice. dialogue yeah. like yeah. really good dialogue really. in that movie tarantino i mean mm-hmm. he knows how to write yeah i could see that all right. All right. The next one we have is Demolition Man. Uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Marty's. Um, you know, I've also never seen this, but I'm guessing that he demolishes. Um, uh, that's pretty yeah. fairly accurate. Yeah. So Sylvester Stallone is a, a rogue cop with okay. nothing to lose who has been cryogenically frozen and wakes up in the future. Uh, when the society there needs to use him to catch Wesley Snipes, who is a super criminal by their standards, uh, also starring Sandra Bullock as the, the female lead, yeah. who, you know, is sort of like the romantic mm-hmm. uh, object there uh, for Sylvester Stallone to be like a foil to yeah. uh, as he's the everyman in this sort of like odd future. Okay. Um, this scene, uh, it happens about... Three quarters into the movie, um, Sandra Bullock, she comes in to um, Sylvester Stallone's apartment. It's okay. like a very, it's a kind of a rainy night. Mm-hmm. And she said, she says, you know, you're the demolition man, but the ultimate thing you demolished was my heart. Wow. Oh, yeah. And um, they look, they share a look. And he said, well, I guess I'm going to have to build it right back up. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. That really changes the tone. tone yeah. yeah. It really does. Yeah. All right. Love that. All right. So our last one uh, comes from us from a Twitter user, uh, Trebek's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, huh, I get that joke now for this one. Okay. Uh, the Hunt for Red October. 
Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And Alex Trebek's mom is not in this. Movie. No, 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 no. That Sean Connery is. Uh, yeah. That's Sean a Connery. that's an SNL okay. joke. I see. Oh, yeah. I get this. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and what was it called? What was the movie? The Hunt for Red the October. The Hunt for Red yes. October. So it has uh, Alec Baldwin. Okay. Um, and uh, and Sean Connery. Yep. And it is a Sam Neil. G- Sam Neil's in it. Oh, yep. Uh, this is a Jack Ryan film. Okay. Yep. Um, important question: Was this when Alec Baldwin was still hot? Oh yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Alec- Pretty much top I've- of his game. Okay. Yeah, Alec Baldwin plays a sort of out of his element CIA agent who is tasked okay. with dealing with the supposed defection of a Soviet nuclear sub captain who wants to like leave leave the Soviet Union and come to the U.S. side and all of the drama that goes with that. Okay. Okay, so this this scene um, occurs between Alec Baldwin and a Russian spy. Mm. And this is where he's been getting all of his intel. Mm. They cut this whole character out of the movie. Which oh, wow. Brilliant. Too That's bad, good. yeah. Yeah, um, but she was very... Um, very like smart, but mm. like you know, she's dangerous. Mm. Yeah, um, she was played by a young Julianne Moore. It was actually oh. her first oh, wow. role. Yeah, and um, really too bad that got cut. Yeah, yeah that's... I know. It was it was pretty brilliant. Um, but yeah, they are they are um kind of in like an airport scene type situation mm-hmm, classic mm-hmm. rom-com airport scene right okay and he's running through the airport he's trying to stop her from getting on the plane because you know she has all this information but also because they had shared a night of passionate love making before him. right mm. so we're wondering you know is he gonna shoot her right. or is this gonna be like kind of calm down when they like make that eye contact so finally we get there he's at the gate this is an old movie so he can just push right through that's right so um she's about to get on the plane and he says stop right there and she looks and he says stop right there because my heart is stopped so you need to stop oh man so powerful yeah really just really great you know those piercing blue eyes that alec baldwin has yeah it was really emotional so she turns around and she has, um, honestly, she was a Russian character, but she used an American accent the whole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really, I thought it was a great character choice. Makes sense. You know, yeah. She's a spy. She's she's blending in. Right. And she says, my heart's been stopped since the moment I saw you. Oh, wow. wow. Leveled it up. Exactly. And I'm getting on this plane and I am not going to give any of the secrets away. Wow. wow. Because I love you and goddamn and I love America. Whoa. Yeah, yeah big change. Yeah. I guess I kind of see why yeah, that would, that would cut happen, out yeah. because, yeah. I mean, there's it, it resolved itself yeah, it in one scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of amazing, a one scene romance. Yeah. Uh, great. Wow. Well, I think that's about yeah. all of our questions. That was, um, uh, that, was that, ch- that changed everything. That changed everything. Yeah. It did. Thank you, Marsha. Uh, one last thing before we let you go. What would be one piece of advice you would like to give to moviegoers? Yeah. Oh, to moviegoers. Mm-hmm. Um, or anyone, if you yeah. have to someone anyone, else. Yeah. To anyone. Um, always go into every movie with an open mind and a full glass. I love it. There it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Marsha, thank you so much thank for you. being on the show. Thank you very much. It's been a delight. Yeah. Uh, folks, we'll be right back. The partnership you never thought would happen, J.J. Legume and Scootery Vest, bring you the Scott Eat Vest, 12 pocket vests that will hide those dollar candies from the teens who wait to get your tickets. Easy to access, you can bring that water from home. Don't let Big Movie make you spend a fortune on your next date. 
the Scott Eat Vest. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Yep. Jonathan, it's always a delight to talk with Marsha. Yeah. But I think she might have given some of the best answers we've ever had. For sure. For this changes everything. And it's also nice to know that she wants to talk to us, and it's not because we tip well. I, I guess. I yeah. don't know if we solved that, really. She, she did come here, and we did we we don't pay our guests. No, that's and true. And she was interested in here, so. All right, maybe that, a fan. Uh, that seems great. I've left enough business cards there. I have not won a lunch yet. Wait, you've been leaving those business cards there? Well, they have the fishbowl that like you, they pull yeah. out every month. No, no, get I get lunch. the phone. That's my phone number. I get the phone calls from that. And you, you know, have, it's a marketing list. But you, so so we did win a lunch, and you just haven't. Did you oh no, to lunch? no, the no. phone, the phone calls are like wanting to buy insurance, or oh, okay. business loans. Like it's okay. it's just a marketing list. That's how they make money off of that. Oh, yeah. All right, that's okay. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll win that lunch one day. Well, now I kind of feel bummed. Well, all right. Well, what are our movies next week? You're definitely up for a good tomato. Yes. So I, as you know, like sometimes we don't even get to see what the the scores are. So we've. I prefer two. not to. Know yeah, them, yeah. So I'm giving you. <laughs> oh, another Godzilla chosen. film. Okay. Like that's just good luck with that. Well, you know, at least it's a big. Yeah. Probably a big dumb. Is this Godzilla Resurgence? Yes. This is yeah, the new. Shin oh, Godzilla. Well, you know what? At least this one comes from Japan. And it's not that like it, it comes from Japan, doesn't it? Isn't this one? It's originally Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Oh crap! What? Well, now I kind of feel like I should have taken that one. <laughs> you could take it back, but no, it's, it's no, on tape. We've recorded yeah. it. Well, I get Max Steel. Max Steel. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that one. What is that? Um, it, I thought it was going to be a good action film, but now reading up on it, it's about a sixteen-year-old boy who gets powers. Is it really? Yeah. Wait. So. It's like in the vein of the Hunger Games or Percy Jackson. Uh, you know what? It's I believe his name is Max. Max. <laughs> his name is Max. It's about oh he he gets an alien friend. Oh no. Oh, is it is it like Max and Me, but the hardcore edition? Yeah. Okay. And Andy Garcia's in it. It sounds great, and I'm sure that I've it'll be great. Poor, I've made a poor choice again. Uh, well, we'll find out. Everyone will find out I next I thought, week. you know, like Mad Max, I thought like we were going to get like... No, I, I, it makes sense. You made a logical decision with the information that you had. It's PG-13 at least. Maybe somebody cusses once. Maybe. Okay. I guess it's better than PG. All right, intermissionaries. Well, this has been another episode of Will There Be an Intermission? Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Join the discussion there. Mm. What are your scenes or what are your movies that you would like to have scenes added to? Yep. That's it. We have to ask. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks again for listening. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, hope you brought some snacks. We'll see you all next time. This episode of Will There Be an Intermission was brought to you by the Scott Eat Vest. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. Thanks to Norris Blackman for the show art, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already subscribed, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.